0: romanticizing your life acting like your life is a movie and and romanticizing it like every little thing like finding cute things about your drive to work or making your dinner fun just find or just you know just finding little things that are amazing about your own life mm-hmm.
1: Welcome to The Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating nine to five, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing.
0: Hey everyone, I'm Abby, And I'm Kim. Welcome back to Episode 6 of The Digital Dreamer Podcast.
1: Today we are talking about the pursuit of happiness. What does it mean to be happy? What things make us happy? Why should we care if we're happy? And I also thought this was a fascinating little side note too. Why should we care if our friends are happy? We're going to talk about why our friends' happiness rubs off on us.
0: So what have you been up to, Abby? Well, last week I got sick. And I feel like in this day and age where COVID is everything, when you get sick with something that's not COVID, you're like, wait a second, that's not supposed to happen what? So I took a COVID test like every day and I was convinced it was going to be COVID. It was negative every time I took like all of the, you know, like flu and stuff, all those medicines, none of them were really working very much. Yeah. So I don't know what I had, but I did not feel good. And I even took allergy medicine. That didn't help. I feel better now, but I feel like my nose is still messed up. So maybe I have a sinus infection. But yesterday, I got to go to a special event at Fotografiska in New York City. It's a photography museum. And I was invited there by them to do a partnership with them for TikTok. And so I got to go see all of the exhibits. And they were so cool. Then I got to go to a comedy show afterward in their loft space there, which was so cool because it's such a cool old building that they renovated.
1: Yeah, I saw some of your pictures on Instagram last night. The next time I come visit, I want to go there and check it out. What
0: have you been up to?
1: Last Friday, I had a group of friends over. We have a friend that moved away who is back in town. And so I had a group of my friends over for a pool party and we had tacos and I Made two different kinds of taco meat and put them in the crock pot, and then everybody brought potluck. And oh my gosh, my friends can cook, man!
0: Wow, you made, but you made two different kinds of taco meat. Okay, Miss Hostess, like that's <laughs> impressive. You you really went above and beyond there with the two different kinds of meat. I think.
1: Oh, I slaved all day. I threw chicken breasts in the crock pot and let it cook while <laughs> I worked. It was so
0: so taxing. Hey, but speaking of cooking things, I was really proud of myself the other day. I made homemade biscuits like from scratch. And I know biscuits are like fairly easy to make, but I felt like a very accomplished young woman.
1: But so back to our main topic of the day, the pursuit of happiness. One of the reasons why I make a point of getting together with my friends is because I know that friendship is an important aspect of happiness, just in life in general. Overall, things that make us happy, like the big overarching list is things like family, friends, making sure you're doing things that are fun. They all start with the F. Fitness, managing your finances so that you have enough resources to support yourself and your faith and spirituality, and then nutritious food, nourishing your body. So those are like the big overarching things. And and so I like to, when I'm thinking about happiness, try to make sure that I am ticking off at least most of those boxes most weeks. And I think that has a lot to do with making yourself happy. But this research that I ran into last winter was from the Framingham Heart Study. And it basically says that our friends and our friends of friends and our friends of friends of friends all affect our happiness, which to me is just mind-blowing because that means that your friend's friend who maybe you've never even met, if they're having a bad day or they're depressed or they're just a mean, nasty person, that somehow that can affect your happiness. And I think that that is like just a super interesting thing to know.
0: I agree. That's really interesting because it just goes back to show you that you don't sometimes realize how much other people's energy affects yours. And if someone's friend's energy is affecting their energy and then they're with you, then their energy is affecting your energy. So yeah, that's so interesting. So similar to six
1: degrees of Kevin Bacon, the researchers called this three degrees of influence. And it says, we already have known that happy people tend to cluster together and miserable people are more likely to have friends that are wretched. But what surprises us is that this impact permeates beyond our circle of direct contact to even people, three degrees of separation who we might not even know. Anyway, I just think that's super interesting. And so maybe it shows you that you don't have 100% control over your happiness, but it also to me points to the fact that it's in your best interest to surround yourself with happy people and then also do what you can to provide encouragement to and support to your friends, to keep your friends happy.
0: Oh, definitely. Another thing I've been thinking about is, I think this is one thing we can take from the TikTok girlies and Gen Z, which is their idea of romanticizing your life, acting like your life is a movie and, and romanticizing it. Like every little thing, like finding cute things about your drive to work or making your dinner fun just find or just you know just finding little things that are amazing about your own life i i've been trying to practice it a lot and i think it makes a huge difference just just noticing these little things it kind of goes back to just the idea of mindfulness you know you're just noticing these little things and little things become big things so when you take time to notice like these little things in your life that are great then you realize how many great things you do have in your life. So, yeah, I think we can all learn about romanticizing your life from Gen Z and and the TikTok girlies. I think that's a great idea too,
1: because really life is a collection of moments and all of those moments add up to create the story. Like if you were reading a story or watching a film about your life, it's made up of all those little moments that add up and we don't always get to have the big vacation or the promotion or the weddings or whatever the big things are that we celebrate. And so if we want to be happy, we need to make a point of noticing what makes us happy and celebrating, celebrating the little things. Oh, this reminds me of something else, celebrating the little things. You know, we've talked before about how we do wedding showers and engagement parties and baby showers. But what if you celebrated with your friend group, the little things like, I don't know, your friend gets a raise, go have a party or celebrate in some way. Or what are some other things that come to mind along that category for you?
0: I know. I was actually talking to my hairdresser, Megan, recently. And we were talking about, I was like, I don't know when I'm going to get married. It's not fair that I can't have a bridal shower and get all these toasters and things. And she was <laughs> like, she was like, I mean, cause this was like right after we went to my cousin's bridal shower. And I was like, I don't know when I'm going to get married. I might be really old when I get married or I might never get married. I want to, I want people to be thoughtful and, and buy me things. I know that sounds like so horrible, but I was like looking at her, at her bridal shower. I was like, this is so fun. And my hairdresser was like, you know, you could just, you could just do something like that for yourself. You could move to a new apartment and inside. You're having a housewarming party. You could throw yourself whatever, you know? Why can't you? It's a, it's a rule we made up that these things have to be for bridal showers or for baby showers. You could just have a party, a housewarming party or whatever. It just reminded me, of there are so many rules that we make up in our heads. And that reminds me of in college, we had a teacher who was like talking to us about these rules we make up for ourselves. She was saying how... She always told herself, oh, I have to, you know, I'm going to go to the calf for lunch and then whatever. And she, one day she realized, she goes, I don't have to go to the calf for lunch. That is a rule I made up. If I want to go somewhere and get lunch, I could do that. Like I can do whatever I want. Why am I putting rules in place?
1: that don't have to be there. That is one of my favorites. Just thinking about who said it has to be that way. Who made up that rule? Why can't I do it my way? And. I think that's really important when it comes to finding happiness and, and joy in your life. And then even tying it back to what we were just talking about, about celebrations and bridal showers, buy the dishes. If there's something that you want, treat yourself. Use the fancy dishes. I mean, I know young people don't really get like all the fancy china and all the fancy glasses anymore. I have cabinets full of stuff that have practically never been used because it's like, you know, old school, you would save that for Thanksgiving and Christmas, but why have nice stuff if you're not going to use it or bring it out, find reasons to celebrate more often and bring it out and use it then. And then going back to something that you said, you know, we talked about gratitude and we talked a little bit, I think just in passing here about journaling. I think it's really important just to use your journal or create lists to keep a running list of things that you're looking forward to.
0: I'm a big list maker. I make lists of everything on my phone, in my journal, on sticky notes. I make lots of lists, but I agree. I have a list right now in my journal of things I'm looking forward to. And because it helps me, you know, if I'm having a down week, I can look at my running list of things I'm looking forward to and be like, oh, This is happening this week. I kind of forgot about that. So this week, one of the things I noticed is I'm looking forward to the new Pretty Little Liars series is dropping on HBO Max um, tomorrow, actually, on the 28th. So I'm very excited about that. Not that I was feeling down, but I went and looked back at that list and I realized how many things I have to look forward to coming up. And they can even be little things like that. Like I'm looking forward to that show dropping on HBO Max, or I know that every Tuesday I can watch Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, like just little things like that. I have not watched
1: anything since you left. I have to go back and catch up because i am You need to catch up so much.
0: So much is happening.
1: Oh goodness, that is such a good show. I can't believe that I had not watched that. And then we're walking down the street in New York last time I was there and you and my friends point to a building and you're like, "Oh, that's the building it takes place in." With the economy getting more uncertain, we know a lot of you are looking for ways to add some extra cash to your pocket. Maybe by creating an additional revenue stream. We've created a free guide to help you sell digital audio programs. You can make money selling your knowledge or your creativity. Information products are quick to put together and you're doing your customers, your audience base a service. All you need to do to get started is download the guide and have your first audio product ready within a few hours. Visit the link in our show notes or click the resources tab on our website to get the download go to irisdigitalmediagroup.com. So another thing that I use my journal for is I started this year something different where I, at the end of every month, I have a list of the things that were cool or that were fun that happened. And so I just have at the back of my journal now this running list of, in January, these were the highlights. It's kind of like a highlight reel. And so every time I think, Uh oh, Oh, I like that. I have a boring life or nothing ever exciting never happens to me. I can go through and look and every single month now I'll have at least 10 things that were really awesome or cool, or it might be like Katie's graduation or my trip to New York or you and Iris coming home. You know, it could be smaller things or bigger things, but it's really kind of fun because I, I do use it as my highlight reel now to remember the awesomeness that happened because You know, like when you get to December and you think, oh, yeah, what happened this year? I have a hard time of pulling out all those things. I used to do this with the runners that I coached. I would have them keep a journal. And ideally, every time you get done running, but even if it's just once a week, you're writing about the things you did well, the things that made you happy, the things you thought about while you ran. And you can use it to start to figure out, do I even like this anymore? or You know, how am I doing? Because runners always have a thing where you get to race day and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't train enough. I'm not going to do well. I suck. And so, if you can flip through your journal and you look at all the positive notes that you left yourself, you can get rid of all that negative self talk because you're like, oh, wait a second, I did train well. I did work hard. And I think you can use that idea for a lot of things. If you're a performer, if you're getting ready to audition, you can use those same types of mechanisms to give yourself that positive feedback to remind yourself how awesome you really are.
0: Another thing I like to do is make little to-do lists, but I know you're like, what? But not like to-do lists that make you be like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. Ones like for the week that are like, these are fun things I would like to do this week. And they can be little things like, I would like to buy flowers. I would like to read a book. I would like to go to uh, this coffee shop I've been wanting to try. I just think finding little things that you can do during your week or during your day that will make you happy are so important. Another thing that
1: we have talked about before about happiness is getting rid of the toxic people in your life, the relationships that drain you.
0: And like I said, I think last episode or maybe two episodes ago, how this year I've ended friendships with several people. And it's not sad for me because it's something I wanted to do and I should do because they weren't bringing me joy and they were draining me and they were bringing me down. I feel so much more free now and I feel happier. And it's kind of crazy the weight that you can feel lifted off of your shoulders when you end things with someone who is not doing anything for your life and they're just weighing you down. Mm -hmm. I think that also goes for jobs. If you have a job that is
1: sucking the soul out of you, you need to figure out your exit plan. I'm not saying you quit your job today, but you start working on your exit strategy. And same with friends, like certain people, you probably can't just completely cut out of your life. But that doesn't mean that you can't find ways to limit the amount of time that you spend with those people.
0: Another thing I've been trying to get better at that I know helps make people happy is spending more time outside. I know the sun makes you happy. And my issue is that my apartment, the way that it is facing, and because I live downtown in New York City, there's so many tall buildings around me. I don't get a lot of natural sunlight into my windows. And so I need to make a better effort to actually physically go outside or use our rooftop that we have because we have a great rooftop. I need to do that, get some get some sun during the day because that's one thing I notice when it's dark in here. I just feel so drained.
1: I definitely am affected by that kind of thing too. One thing I've noticed though is that just being outside Will lift my mood. And I really love being by water. And so I kind of kicked myself a little bit in the spring. I just got back into biking. We've talked about my biking adventures a couple of times on the show now. And I, so now I've been taking my bike out to one of our lakes because it's kind of a protected area with protected roads. I don't have to worry about all the people with road rage coming and running me over. But every time I get out there, it just immediately, you can just feel the tension melt. Because I love being out by the water and looking over just the scenery, just changes something. And so, being outside is just something good and important, and it's good for your health. In fact, I was at the doctor yesterday and we were talking about this, and he said, You know, we've really gotten away from. Gardening and being in nature and just being outside working and breathing in the dirt, which seems like a weird statement, but it also breathing
0: in the dirt. Yeah.
1: But it goes back to what we were doing was going over a test that I had run that looked at organisms in my gut. I was afraid that I had been exposed to a parasite. And so I wanted to have this test done to make sure that some symptoms I was having were not re- tied to a parasite. So I have no parasites, which is good, but I
0: also That's have... Great. <laughs> Congratulations.
1: Yay, <I> me. <laughs> but I also have almost no good gut bacteria and some that you're supposed to have, I don't have at all. And so then he starts telling me the story about how, I mean, your gut health is tied to mental health. It's tied to your physical health. It's tied to your immune system. And so it, it's kind of an important thing. And so that comes from nour- eating nourishing foods and also being out in nature. And so he had said, that's why we don't have as good of gut health anymore. That's one of the reasons plus antibiotic use because we've gotten away from being out in nature and working in the soil and breathing in the dirt. And I'm like, oh, I should be great then. I'm going to do an open water swim in the filthy lake. And he said, exactly. That's
0: going to be really good for your gut health. I find that I am a lot happier when I actually take the time to get ready in the morning and do my hair and makeup and pick out a cute outfit to wear. Or I'm happier when I spent time the night before doing self-care, like an exfoliating scrub in the shower or a face mask or something or a deep conditioning treatment, There's probably a reason why all of that correlates to your happiness, but I find that I am much happier during the day if I feel good about the way that I look and the way I'm presenting myself.
1: It's really interesting to me too, that when you talk to a lot of pro runners, they will tell you that they have a certain outfit that's like their power outfit, that if they want to feel good and get pumped themselves up on a day of a special workout or on a race, what they wear matters to them. So I can see where psychologically it just makes a big difference.
0: That's true. I found that like when I go to the gym and I'm wearing a cute workout set versus a big t-shirt and biker shorts, I do feel better about my workout and myself. So that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. It's kind
1: of like you're putting on the uniform and saying, okay, when I have this outfit on or when I look this way, I am in this mode where I'm going to be serious about my workout or I'm just going to be happier because this outfit makes me feel good.
0: See, that all reminds me of this TikTok that I was watching where this girl was basically saying that if you want to make real change in your life and start living as the person you want to be, you should create an alter ego version of yourself and like give her a name and give her qualities that you want to have. And there are things that she does. This is her morning routine. And you really plan it out. And then you just pretend to be your alter ego for the day. And I thought that was really interesting because I think that made a lot of sense to my brain because I feel like sometimes I have to trick my brain into things. And so I was like, and maybe it's just because I'm an actor, but I was like, yeah, I could totally see my alter ego being a girl who loves to go to the gym. And when I'm pretending to be my alter ego. Of course, I'm going to go because that's what she would do.
1: That is an interesting idea. And I can see that it would work from the perspective of you're being forced to plan. And it's a little bit like setting goals. You have to break down my alter ego is more successful than I am in this area. What are the things that successful people in this area have? What traits do they have? What do I have to do? And so you're kind of working on. Goal setting and planning out who you want to become, and making sure you're walking the walk.
0: And I feel like maybe the way I described it made it sound like I'm like, and so if you want to live your dream life, you need to adopt uh, multiple personalities. But (laughs) like, no, it's it's. I think it's more like, um, you know that quote that's like, envision your best self and start showing up as her. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of like that, I think. But you just, I think for me as an actor, I was like, oh yeah, creating an alter ego that's perfect. Like, that makes a lot of sense to me. I can see that.
1: Who said there's no such thing as a free lunch? Iris Digital Media Group is serving up your digital marketing lunch. Each Thursday, join us as we deliver news that fuels your marketing, nourishes your soul, and energizes your efforts. Sign up on our website at irisdigitalmediagroup.com Go to the resource page and scroll to the form for the digital marketing lunch at the bottom of the page. Then open your email and join us for lunch each Thursday for juicy marketing news. And let us entertain you with bad puns that make you laugh a latte because time is money. (laughs) So back to another thing we were talking about, the workout outfits. Of course, exercise, physical activity, being outside, all of those things make us happier, too. But exercise, especially because of endorphins, which always reminds me of Elle Woods in yeah. Legally What does Blonde. she say?
0: She says something like... Working out gives you endorphins and endorphins make you happy and happy people just don't kill their husbands. I know.
1: I love that quote. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I get on the topic of endorphins, that one always pops into my head. And then along the lines of physical activity, we have things like dancing. You don't have to go to the gym or go out for a run. You could turn on a fun song and dance for three minutes in front of your computer or in your kitchen.
0: Well, and If you look up on YouTube dance workouts, there are so many people who have dance workouts to pretty much like any song ever. I like to do Taylor Swift ones. Of course you do. Another thing that always makes me feel happy is hanging out with my dog. I mean, the whole reason I got her was for anxiety and feeling lonely, but There's just something about hugging your dog that just makes you feel so happy. Dogs
1: are special people.
0: Special people.
1: (laughs) I know they are, though. They're they're
0: people. (laughs) And physical touch is supposed
1: to also release those same sorts of happiness chemicals, which I think is kind of nice because not everybody has a child or a parent or a significant other who can touch them or hug them. And so your dog can kind of take the place in a way because it's still like, it still gives that same release of chemicals when you're giving them loves.
0: I also talk to my dog like all the time. And I was actually thinking the other day, since I live alone with just my dog, if I was like, if I didn't have a dog that I like constantly am talking to, there might be entire days where I don't speak.
1: That would be weird, wouldn't it? So things that make you laugh also, Releases those same feel good chemicals in your body. And it doesn't take a lot to make yourself laugh. I mean, we should try to laugh every day. We all have to develop more resilience, more coping skills. And the more we practice and flex our mental muscle so that we are better at just letting stress roll off or responding instead of reacting to a situation. And realizing that in a lot of situations, all we can control is our own reaction, our own response. As we develop more of those kinds of skills, I think that leads us to more happiness because we realize that it doesn't do any good to sit there and dwell on the bad things.
0: All right. So into our tip of the week. I'm sure that you've seen that Instagram has just been a mess recently, so we thought it would be good to talk about ways to expand your platform and your reach outside of just Instagram. You don't want to have all of your eggs in the Instagram basket, especially right now.
1: And that is something that I have been talking about that both of us have been talking about for quite a while is that You don't want to build, as I say, you don't want to build your business on rented land. You can't put your livelihood and let Instagram determine if your business is going to succeed or fail. There has to be more than Instagram. And so in the next episode, we're going to talk about just different ways that you can explore other platforms and how you can start to build your business on things that you have a lot more control of like mailing lists for one.
0: I'm really excited to talk about this topic because you know so much about mailing lists. And I know that
1: people are like, oh, mailing lists, but it gets really fun when you start being creative about how you're going to get those people on your mailing list. So I'm excited to talk about this one.
0: All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, share with a friend and rate us five stars.